0: You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. Hello and welcome back, Courting Cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Shatrice.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Louise.
0: And Louise, tell, tell me and the cuties, what have you been up to in these last Magical seven days. We've surprisingly not seen each other in person in the last
1: I know. seven days. Well, don't f- worry, we'll see <laughs> each other
0: in like two right, days, <laughs> right?
1: We'll see each other in like two days. Um, as a follow up, um, so you all may have been worried that I had COVID last
0: uh, or this and then gave it to me.
1: <laughs> uh, I tested negative for COVID. Uh, please Woo! wear a mask. All these cases are surging, are no joke. All these hospitals. Yes. Or running out of beds is also no joke. So, you know, have your pod, be socially distant, wear your mask.
0: Now, you know, learning more about the um, sources of the whooping cough is (laughs) less about a, you know, virus situation and more about me just inhaling all sorts of outdoor and indoor things. Yes, what else have you been up to besides being COVID-free? Um, I
1: don't know. I'm really, like, feeling just really tired. I think I actually... I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but I really want to get back on vitamin D pills. Um, I think like the lack of sun is definitely impacting me and I'm just more tired for no reason. Mm-hmm. Either that or like, I don't know. I feel like I go between like not diabetic and diabetic. Like I've never been officially diagnosed, but they've always been like, you're fat, don't be diabetic. You know, like always like, yes. right. <laughs> like, okay, do I have like a low blood sugar? Is that like diabetic related so mm-hmm. i just need to get back on like i think i just need to get back on vitamin d and probably honestly have just better like afternoon eating habits
0: well as a fellow pre what do they call it pre-diabetic yes <laughs> yeah, or as whatever as well. i'm like okay but can we be pre other things like i feel like this is just the medical industry's way of being fat phobic but we'll you know another conversation for another day but what you said about the sun and stuff is real like it's, we're heading into not only are we you know in the thick of cussing season we are also in seasonal effectiveness disorder season yeah now, aka sad sad ass winter is what i call it like mm-hmm. it's cold it's dark like was it you someone it was you i think when you had left the other day around like four thirty or something it was starting to get dark and i was just yeah what is this like this yeah is not and you really right. only have
1: like i mean you have more you have more day not more daylight, you have to get your day started early to maximize your day time um, because by 4 yes. 35 o'clock you're like mm-hmm. where is the sun mm-hmm. um yes i will say the last thing about how i'm doing i bought thermal socks last winter and i never used them nor have i ever had them um these bitches are changing my life it feels like i'm walking (laughs) on a cloud and my toes are so warm i'm like where are they because you know when you wear socks and you touch the floor you feel it's basically like you're barefoot but these socks have so much insulation that i'm like oh i don't feel the floor it just felt really weird i was like for five minutes i was like what is this magic it's like i'm walking on a cloud like i'm you know Yes.
0: I do like feeling like I'm walking on clouds, so thermal socks might be a thing. Right. Which is so funny because I was talking to some girlfriends this weekend and I was like, I never sleep in socks. I never sleep in socks, but like I hate when my toes are cold. So usually I start or at some point in the evening I have socks on, but I've never made it through a full night's sleep or a full yeah, night's I'm- rest. And, like, woken up with the same socks on. Like, they're always, mm-hmm. like, somewhere on the floor, somewhere in the covers or something like that. But these appendages, they got to stay warm. Yeah. They have to be – it's it's just not a cute look or feel.
1: <laughs> and I was going to say, I'm very pro-sleeping with the minimal amount of clothing or naked. But I'm, mm-hmm. like, getting so cold that I'm, like, oh, shit. I might have to be fully covered wrapped in these blankets. Because I'm, like
0: – Because my little shoulders can't handle the Right. <laughs> like, I will be – this as a door if I'm just sleeping naked sprawled out literally yesterday I fell asleep on my couch because I may have had a little company oh, um, and I was awesome. like well I can't make it to the bed <laughs> like, I'm just gonna pass out here but you better believe I was wrapped and wrapped in blankets and like I was just like just cuddled because it's nice you know as I'm sure you know Louise and maybe the other cuties who have quarantined with other humans, it's nice to just have the body heat of another person sometimes, but for those of us who have been, you know, uh, weathering the storm of corona alone, (laughs) like, uh, yes, like another human's body heat is yes. a beautiful thing. So
1: and also speaking about people in bed, I am <laughs> very pro. Each of us having our own individual blanket or covering. Like we will both not be under the same blanket. Cause At I all? no, I hog my stuff. Like I roll, wow. I roll around too much. So each of us <laughs> have our <laughs> own
0: or something. <laughs> no, but
1: you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just move around. Yeah. Much, like, and so I'm very much like, oh, no, I love my blanket. I'm very much like a child <laughs> in that way. Like, don't <laughs> take away my blanket. So each of us have our own blanket. And We're you just, have a weighted
0: blanket, right?
1: Yes, which I actually should probably use tonight. So <laughs> yeah, tonight at some point. Use I, that.
0: Use your socks.
1: My socks. I am I have a little tea now. Yay! Someone gifted me like this, like, make your own hot chocolate thing from Target. So all you got to do is like add hot water and hot milk and like you got to throw it in there and swirl it around and it makes hot yeah. chocolate. So that sounds like a lot, but yeah, that sounds cute.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you have to do what you have to do to survive these these cold winter months. And we are all figuring it out. Though I will say when it comes to blanket sharing, <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe y'all don't Like, share the same blanket. But let me tell you what irritates the shit out of me. One, waking me up out of my beautiful sleep. But Mm -hmm. two, waking me up because now I feel like a breeze of sorts because you've hogged all the covers. Like, I hate, and I hate having to do that gentle, but aggressive, slightly aggressive, like tug of war with, like, my partner or whoever, when, like, I'm trying to be, like, you know, cute, but a bitch is cold, mm-hmm. so, like, I need some of this blanket, but I want to be able to, like, you know, feel your body at any point throughout the night, should I just use, again, use your body heat, maybe that's really the key, that's the gym here, that really, I've just been a come at some points in life, I've become accustomed to using just an, another individual human as my like heat source. <laughs> so I prefer that sometimes over the blanket. <laughs>
1: <Layout>. <laughs> since
0: this has not had a heat source that, you know, has lived and breathed, I've been using these blankets and I need to get more as well. So yes, I too am over here um, just trying to stay warm and alive and alert. And I was thinking about it earlier today. I was like, I really hadn't like gotten out because I like quickly like just ran into the store I had to get one thing and I was like oh but it's been freezing and even though the sun is shining like it actually is getting cold it's winter winter is basically here hashtag game of thrones and that means my ass is gonna stay inside and so I was like what I need to start figuring out like alternatives for like movement and things like that because that was the I mean for all intents and purposes that was one of the best parts about the summer is that like we couldn't do shit but go outside and so like you know, I was outside walking, uh-huh. running, doing the things, exploring nature and shit. And I'm not, I'm not Pauline Bunyan. Like, I'm not gonna do that shit in the winter. I don't have any flannel <laughs> anyway. And so, like, we're not doing that. So I'm like, okay, I need to think of like alternative ways to like,
1: yeah,
0: get my body, keep my get and keep my body moving this winter. So cuties, if you have any
1: suggestions, let us know.
0: Let us know. Um, but yes, so moving right along to you know, a relationship that might be inspiring you, or maybe one that's a cautionary tale to you, you know, one that's standing out this week. What you what you got for us?
1: Oh, I'm not ready this week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course,
0: I was thinking about this like five seconds before we started. Right, right. Like,
1: um <laughs> wait, does it have to be romantic or can it be like non-romantic and platonic?
0: any any relationship that is standing out to you
1: okay um, I'm gonna have a, a cute a according cutie moment so my uh, relationship that's inspiring me this week is our relationship as friends because um, obviously as we've alluded we've seen each other these last couple of weeks and as I think I've shared with you and others in a context, like this is the first time in my life that I've really stayed in in an area that I've moved.
0: And mm-hmm. so I'm like,
1: oh shit! Like if I'm here for a while, like these people are going to be around in my life in in a way that, like, yes, my friends from high, my friends from high school have always been there. My friends from like elementary school have always been there. But like this mm-hmm. is like it, it just feels very different, and so. I'm just appreciative mm-hmm. that we are who we are and we are the friends that we are. And yes. like you came down and like helped me move. I, you know, like have come up and like help you with stuff. We're doing yes. Thanksgiving. Like yes. it's just it's just it feels very like this is the type of community that I have always like wanted to create as an adult. And even though COVID has mm-hmm. been like a damper on a lot of stuff, I'm like, oh, it's just good to know that like as i think i joked with like my partner i was like i think i was gonna like you know move part time to to the mountain and with like i have you know yeah. i have i talk about it like it's my house like it but like
0: i mean it's, but, it's, it's yeah. my land it's your land it's right, me for right. you and me
1: right. <laughs> right, right. Um, but like even how we've talked about like you know and i even remember when i was moving out of my place and into a new place i was like oh like i know satrice is around like she's gonna come down like i have to find like, room for my people, my friends who are gonna mm-hmm. come visit me. And so, like, I'm very much in that way. Like, yes, it's like my house because I pay the rent, but it's really our house, right? It's like yes. the community that I have house. Like, people should feel free, like, they can come in. Like, I love that moment a couple weeks ago where it was like, you know, we were, it was like you, me, you, yes. me, and Keisha. And then Tamara like came by and I was like, this is like, how I grew up. Like, just people yes. coming by, usually yes, unannounced, usually unannounced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um But like I'm used to that. Like you would just welcome, You're
0: welcomed, yeah. right? And it's like so happy, and it's so funny because I, it's so funny because like I partially like can relate to that, but I think it's just like as I'm getting older, you know we kind of did that in college like we there would be like a couple of dorms and we we would circulate but really growing up and i just love that we're basically just heading into the topic that was beautiful um but really growing up my mom wasn't really like a company type of person like we were very much the living room you don't live in there like you keep it pretty or whatever and so i never really got super comfortable with like just popping up at people's houses but I love when people do that to me you know obviously huge asterisk for all of you know the miscellaneous people (laughs) who found their way on my mother effing property but for like you know friends and family and stuff like that I'm like oh my gosh like I just love when people feel like like just yes comfortable it's like a level of comfort that you have for people and I know like Tamra's such a great example because like I always I'm like oh like should I pop up I was like, let me just like call her let me text her but I'm like it's only because she's a full-time ass mom wife and kids. like all these kids like I'm like I really do feel like well one I have popped up and she was like oh I'm taking so-and-so to like <laughs> practice and so I'm like okay I'm not doing that again <laughs> you know? like, I gotta make sure you're there but like she's there like She also is very much like, if you popped up, it wouldn't be a problem. I'm like, yes, like, that's what I, like, I feel like that's what we always talked about, like, even, like, before you moved or whatever, of, like, just how, if we were, like, you know, in a city and like living in the uh-huh. same building, like it would just be like basically an open door policy, which I think is right. really cool. And actually, one of our friends who we frequently reference, who we'll have on the show in a couple of weeks, Haley, she was just telling me that like she's kind of like started to build that community of her own. And I was like, that is so fun to just be able to like have your people, but like adult people, right? I'm just gonna basically piggyback off of and say ditto to everything that you just said because I'll share with all of you QBs listening like I and I already shared this with Louise like a couple of weeks ago I was just like I don't know like I'm feeling very overwhelmed with this house I'm feeling very alone like I'm feeling like I'm just like here and having to figure this out and then like you popped up Keisha rolled up here I was like Life is good. And literally, last weekend, Haley popped up. This weekend, Stephanie's coming. So I'm like, I'm not alone.
1: Right. You got people.
0: I got people, and like that. I mean, I think that's all, you know, all a girl can ask for as an adult who's like trying to figure things out. So it's like, oh my gosh, life is great. So before I break out into tears, <laughs> tears, tears of joy, of course, um, let's just go ahead and hand into our talki- topic for today because we kind of, you know, gave the cuties a little bit of, of a sneak peek and a teaser. So I figured since this episode was going to be posted the week of Thanksgiving, we could, you know, be super cheesy and corny and talk, go around the circle, but really (laughs) two of us. So like, I don't even know what shape is the ends of the line and and share what we're grateful for um, and all of that good stuff. But obviously, um, before we do that, I have to give a shout out to, you know, all of our indigenous friends and family of this land because and it's funny because I was just talking to a student the other day. I was like, do we even still call it Thanksgiving? Is that the language of the colonizers? I was like, uh-huh. like, I don't even know what to call it. And I, it's so funny because like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to, you know, bring up the topic of genocide over this turkey. <laughs> like I just kind of can't help but think about it. So that's like, I mean, I think we can think about like Thanksgiving I mean, obviously, we can think about Thanksgiving removed from, like, the disgusting, like, mass yeah. and whatever. But, like, I think it's just also important to say, like, we adno- we acknowledge that, like, this is some bullshit at its core. Um, and we just find our ways to, like, make it and everything else in this country and in society kind of enjoyable for yeah. For our people for each other and stuff like that. So I've taken
1: I've taken two in the last couple of years just to call it like Happy Turkey Day. Like I'm just like <laughs> Turkey, um, yes. or sometimes like I'll talk about it as like the November holiday. But it feels weird to call it a holiday mm-hmm. given like the actual historical connotation of it. Yeah. Um, and the one little tidbit that I have, um, because I saw on our planning document, kind of like, what is the other name of it? And I had known about this, but I just recently obviously saw it. So actually, um, I have a little bit of a historicalness. Ooh, so, yes. the culture. Um, so Thanksgiving is also known, can be also known, maybe we just start calling it um, National Day of Mourning. So National Day of Mourning is an annual protest that was organized in 1970 by the Native Americans of New England on the fourth Thursday of November, obviously the same day as Thanksgiving, but they don't call it that. They call it the National Day of Mourning. Relatedly, but not relatedly. So um, apparently on Thanksgiving Day is a thing that's celebrated on the West Coast. Um, it's not connected to this, but it's just a way of recognizing that this day is really started with, like, genocide and violence, and we should not be forgetting about that. So, yeah, I thought, I thought that was really cool. And I knew, actually, mm-hmm. I had heard about National Day of Mourning, but mm-hmm. I didn't know. I was like, I was like oh, did, like, is this something that was just coined, like, in the last couple of years? I didn't mm-hmm. even know until literally as we were prepping for this podcast. and it was, It's been around for a while, and I'm like, wow, where have mm-hmm. I been? Yeah. It's been around since nineteen seventy like clearly it, I'm glad like it's starting to emerge with like social media and popular mm-hmm. culture again, but you know, I was like, oh okay, something to to think to call this day national yeah. day in the morning
0: that definitely to me you know is a very clear way of like standing in protest of the colonizers. I'm, like I don't mm-hmm. see myself wishing someone a happy National Day of Morning because there's those two don't go together. And so I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm gonna, you know, buy napkins that day. <laughs>
1: National Day of Morning.
0: <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, hmm. So now that's a little homework for me to think about like how to incorporate that while still really focusing on like time with family and friends and i mean honestly i do a little bit of that every day and i think i was like it's not the literal like name of thanksgiving like giving thanks i was like i i think that's a beautiful concept of like gratitude and you know that's what i wanted us to do today and so i'm like damn it really is i'm like but if these fucking you know colonizers hadn't you know fucking colonized then i wouldn't be over here having to like figure out how to like disrespect them and like celebrate like my friends and like where I am in life because I think those two can exist you know simultaneously like this our country's history is disgusting and we as people of color have always had to figure out how to make lemonade out of lemons and so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know trying to do maybe Beyonce lemonade like day of yeah so maybe i'm like can beyonce inspire us to like think through ways yes. of, of approaching this fourth thursday of november okay. um but anyway, i tried
1: just, like, just like turkey day i was like it's turkey day turkey
0: day okay. works turkey day is you know wonderful which is really funny because literally before we started recording all we talked about was the fact that f turkey ham is the
1: real ham, <laughs> ham is the real meat of ham. the
0: fourth thanksgiving of the fourth thursday of november yes. So yes, Happy Ham Day, Happy Hammy Day, Happy Turkey Day, all of those things, and just happy, you know, day to be alive and hopefully mm-hmm. listening to this podcast. And yeah. so, all that being said, I figure we just do a quick little uh, deep dive, maybe dip our toes. what do you remember like what were like some like big moments or did your family like do like a traditional like yes so we what were the fourth november's fourth thursdays of november's like for you as a kid so
1: i actually really have good memories about thanksgiving so Mm -hmm. um kind of like I always tell people, so November is very like American in my family in the sense of like mm. we do the turkey, we do the ham, we do the corn, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing. And obviously mm. we gotta put a little Mexican to it. So my mom makes okay. like a couple of Mexican so- like Mexican hot sauces and we just yes. add it to a bunch of shit. Um, <laughs> but then December is really like the tamales, the menudo, the pos- like the yes. very Mexican dishes. Okay. But the reason because of that is so growing up, I think my mom said like we had been doing it since I was two. Growing mm-hmm. up my dad's cousin would host Thanksgiving every year and it would be like a pretty big affair like maybe mm-hmm. 10 12 people but they they had such a beautiful house they would they would have everything they would have the fixings they would have the turkey and we would drive yes. like that was what we did mm-hmm. until I think about like maybe 10 years ago ish I can't remember right now um when you know that didn't happen because of like you know family biz personal yep. family business and mm-hmm. so I will never forget feeling like Oh my god my poor mom now has to figure out how to <laughs> give us like the thanksgiving that we got used to having and so i remember the first year you know the turkey did not turn out the greatest
0: <laughs>
1: oh. but everything else was good and so like okay. obviously she's had to learn now how to like gotta get the those turkey sides and like yeah. and like how to make the stuffing and she's done it like she's had to learn but i remember she her makes a whole meal <laughs> uh boxes and you know just I mean but I mean
0: she coordinates and like facilitates the making she she does and plating
1: yes yes she does does it all and so I remember her even saying that first year she's like oh dang I don't know how I'm gonna do it and (laughs) me, I'm just like and I think I don't know it was really I my mom is really traditional I feel I think we're Mm -hmm. very similar in that way and so I think I kind of was like oh if we don't have it anymore that's okay but ham, as we were talking before, <laughs> as we just talked about in this podcast, I was like, I do got to have my ham. Yeah. Like, I won't have anything else. I just don't yeah. know, actually really don't crave ham. But it's funny because I'm like, that's literally what I remember eating the most when we would go to my,
0: yep. we, we'd, call him
1: my we'd call him my uncle, but it's my dad's cousin. But like, we, sure, were, sure. we were like, that's just all I just, ham, I never crave ham <laughs> at any other point in my life. But things, like, on Turkey Day, National Day of Mourning, give me the nearest pig, chop that motherfucker up, and give me... (laughs) Well, I'm
0: just like, you know, on the fourth Thursday of November, I, too, have mostly, you know, just had an amazing experience with the swine. Like, the fourth Thursday of November is reserved for swine. And I'm just okay with that. And I would, similar to you, Similar, like identical to you, honestly, I would always take, like, a little piece of turkey because that shit is dry in comparison. Yeah. And, and obviously, it's a matter of, like, who's cooking it and how they're doing it. Right. That shit's supposed to be, like, roasted from, like, morning to, like, eat, what is it, dusk till dawn or whatever? And I'm like, that just seems like a lot of commitment when honey-baked ham is <laughs> just, like, right mm-hmm. around the corner. <laughs> um, and it seems like a less daunting task to, like, cook a ham. As opposed to preparing a turkey, but yes. Yeah, so we were. Um, it's always funny or something to me when I try to think about like familial traditions and like, well, my family specifically, um, family traditions. Because like, we we would ebb and flow, and you know, obviously being the kid in the situation, I was just like, I don't know where are we going this year. Right, okay, I'm, we'll just, you, right, I'm right. just in the back seat, just like tell me where the ham is, but you know, here you say, I'm like, I'm sure there was probably, like, a little bit of family, you know, drama and things like that, um, as to why, like, houses and stuff would rotate, or I'm like, sometimes, like, I think we want it to rotate, because I feel like my Auntie Jean, for a minute, she would do uh, Fourth of July, and I feel like Auntie Pam, for a minute, would do Christmas, and then, Thanksgiving kind of got shifted to Auntie Rita. And like I said, again, my mom is not the hostess with the mo- she is not about the company. So we she was right. never at our house, which is really funny because for a lot of years, like my grandmother or my nanny would live with us. And so she was the, you know, the matriarch and the cook, but we would just like take stuff mm-hmm. over to whoever's house, mm-hmm. wrap it up in some foil and call it a day. And so I feel like in the most recent years, yeah, like being at like Auntie Rita's house, like for Thanksgiving. Which is really funny, because, like, you know, she her house isn't necessarily big. And so, like, just trying to see, like, everyone get crammed in and trying to figure out where all the food's going, half the shit will be. Right. Going.
1: Oh, Probably. we need to do two shifts of eating. Like,
0: if you have a certain
1: group, what eat first? And then, yes. like, you know, you
0: have
1: yes. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then... You got to let the next group eat.
0: You got to let the fe- people come in. And then, you know, every year somebody has a new baby that's running around. Right. And so it's like, we got to feed the kids and do all this stuff. And it'll always be funny because just the way that her house and like her kitchen and, um, and living room is laid out, they would always have to use the oven for basically for storage, but also obviously to keep food warm, but, like, it would be, I would be so pissed if I, like, made my way through, like, my first plate and just forgot to check what was in the oven.
1: So oh, like, yeah. Well,
0: now I gotta go back for a second plate. you right. Y'all don't, y'all don't know. I, or I didn't realize that there was a whole, you know, th- two, three sides in this oven. Now, here's my question for you. Would you, on a typical Thanksgiving, go for... <laughs> well maybe other options but I'm gonna say go for two dinner plates and no dessert or would you do a dinner and a dessert plate because I was very pro I'm just gonna double up on the hams and the dressing yeah. and then, like the main food and I didn't really f with Thanksgiving um, dessert. desserts. yeah actually because I don't like pies like that and and the fourth Thursday of November
1: is literally
0: all about uh, pie. Pie. Like, yeah. a pumpkin a, um, what do you call it a sweet potato a, all the other things yeah mm-hmm. so, so was your-
1: in our kind of like family little dinner for turkey day what we would do is so it would be dinner first and then people would wait like we would wait like 30 minutes to an hour and then dessert would start so we wouldn't okay. have everything out at the same uh, time,
0: okay, okay yeah, yeah,
1: which is what what I like, which is like, yeah. So it wasn't it was kind of like it wasn't really a potluck because all the food kind of came out at different moments, but mm-hmm. uh, or I'm sorry, like it was very much like you know this is it's when like dinner is. it really was like courses, and I was like, oh, okay, you know. So yeah, so we would do it at the end, and I mean there'd be so many like it'd be pies, like someone would be up there's leches someone would be flan like, It was it was a lot, and actually I haven't really thought about those memories in a while because randomly I don't know why and it's still funny because like we still do it now but like I remember growing up my dad and my uncle would get like the the big the big piece of like chicken wing or turkey leg oh the turkey leg they would get okay, the big piece okay. of turkey leg and it's so funny because every year my mom is like oh like obviously the turkey leg is for your dad but like it's like so <laughs> sad that your uncle's not here and so, yeah, there's um. just these, these distinct memories because I'm like, I'm not eating that fucking turkey leg. Like, <laughs> someone else is going to eat it. turkey leg. <laughs> no. And I don't like turkey. But like, turkey here's leg thing turkey can with,
0: be good, though. I will can. say I made a fire turkey leg this summer, but that shit looks so gross raw that I refuse to buy it again.
1: Yeah, like, yeah I'm not yeah. dealing no. with that. No, yeah. I want one. Like, I will pay for one, like, yeah, a football yeah. game or a fair. Like, I do want that. But, yeah, like, yeah. I – yeah, so we, we tended to do, like – you know, the only thing that was consistent throughout the whole dinner was mm-hmm. beer. Was beer and <laughs> was beer and soda. Like
0: That's from right. when you walked
1: in to when you left, there was beer. And
0: soda. Yes, you had something in your hand. Right. Um. I. Uh. I'm trying to think. Was there ever? Yeah. Because well, know We would have like at least one bunt cake, at least a pound cake. And so, but I only like recently got into cakes as desserts. I was like, where are my cookies and ice cream? Uh. And no one could ever produce those things. And so I was like, fine, more greens, more ham. Let's call it a day. Now here's okay. So how was like the the let out? Like were you like um, making plates and like could people take stuff to go? Like, oh, hard.
1: Like, do you have to be people of color and like yes. not white American? people without like taking stuff like plenty of stuff oh actually you know what i will yes. say sorry, I, I i will say the one thing we did have for thanksgiving i do forget my mom makes amazing rice and i remember my cousins would mm-hmm. love my mom's rice so we would always have rice as part of the 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 decolletage or whatever yeah. all the fixings oh my god is that my word is that is decolletage did i use it in the right way
0: i believe so i'm thinking of um shit what's the word that i'm thinking of? And not accoutrement, though that could also, I think, be applicable. I was thinking it's not negligee, but it's like basically you said that, and I knew what you meant, but I went to like nightwear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. So decolletage might be my uh, Luisa's word of the podcast.
0: Yes, or of today. Um, um, so write it down, cuties. <laughs> right,
1: write it down, Cuties. Um, but yeah, so we would we would have that. Um, uh, yeah, and I think just leaving was just kind of so my. Uh, uncle lived like forty five minutes away, so we would get back home. Like I remember, really late, so we would maybe stay till midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Usually.
0: Sorry. Pause. No, decolletage is a woman's clean in <laughs> oh. <laughs> a nightgown. And oh, a woman's okay. Shirt at the top. I don't- Why does, like, nightwear come to mind? (laughs) Decolletage. This is my decolletage (laughs) right now. Not your mama's rice. I don't want anyone (laughs) to think about this
1: rice. We should just keep that. Like, that's fine. (laughs) Um, Yes.
0: Anyway. But, yes. um, So, we would also... So, this is why I was cracking up a little bit earlier. Because I was like, you know what? It became, like, so... (sighs) there was so, there was just so much food and like you said like it's like shifts of people so you don't really know how many people's come in like you don't really know what's going to be left over at like the yes gathering. The yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah you couldn't so, everything all night you gotta
0: exactly bitch. so it became <laughs> a very um quickly instituted tradition that like as soon as at least for like my, my household so aka like me my mom and sometimes my nanny as soon as we would get there bitch, we would. Be making our to go plates before we even started.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's funny.
0: (laughs) My mom, like, I gotta love her, just efficient. She was like, Look, I'm just gonna make my plate to go now because when everyone's like fighting over the aluminum foil, like in three (laughs) hours, I'm gonna be good to go. My stuff's gonna be in the cart. And so, literally, like, we wouldn't even start eating yet. And she would already have her plate in the oven. So, so yes, yeah, but yes, yeah, fond memories and, you know, as you were just saying earlier, you know, it's, it's nice to like now, like in our adulthood, start kind of making our own memories. Right. But now here's my my last question about that. So Black Friday.
1: I was up, that's where I was going.
0: What, look. Great minds. What what was the Black Friday situation like where you're like, all right, I gotta get to bed, like, you know, gotta get in the mall at like 5 a.m.? Like what was the
1: We okay. weren't we weren't Black Friday shoppers. Mm-hmm. I my cousins were and like I have distinct memories of them. Cause remember back in the day, like you would go at like three in the morning, one yes! in the morning to line up like, at Centin City, at like Best yes! Buy. Like, Circuit City, let's Radio throw that shack, back. Radio yeah. Shack, blockbuster. Like, and so I have distinct memories of my cousins being yeah. like, oh, we got to stay up because we're going to go hit. Yeah, so we were never a big Black yeah. Friday family at all. So how about y'all? Um,
0: so, um, I mean, I'm like, are we talking about the same family? Because, like, literally, it was the same thing. So, again, my mom was like, honey, I'm about to be in this turkey coma. Like, I'm not right. up to go buy a damn thing because – My mom probably already had all the Christmas things, like, five weeks beforehand in, like, October somewhere. But my aunt, you know, with their juicy pants, and all, would be, like, ready to go. And I was always, like, so jealous. And I was, like, when I get older, like, I'm going to go out there. I think I did go. I was, like, you have gone. I think one year I did go with one of my aunts. And I was, like, this is the shit. And when I tell you, like, the stamina I learned about, like, the energy, like, you had to, like, be ready the correct shoe wear, like right. don't be afraid to elbow somebody. I will say Black Friday was not made for short people because like, you can just kind of get lost in the crowd. <laughs> um, but I really did love once I got old enough to like drive. But like, was I think like maybe home for college, like break right. stuff like that. The, uh, me and one of my girlfriends, we would do Black Friday shopping. So it would be like, okay, like set your alarm, like go to bed, like six p.m. We are gonna meet at the Walmart, at the mall, or whatever, and I just loved it, like, even just for the, for the thrill of being out there, and, like, being a spectator, but also, like, being a player, in it, I was, like, this is, like, the Olympics of, like, retail, and, like, shopping, Uh like, it's really about, like, coming prepared, being on your list, like, I remember, I'll never forget one Black Friday, it was, it was only maybe, It was less than 10 years ago, because it was when Black Friday started to slowly creep into Thanksgiving, which I was like, or, you know, Thursday, and I was like, eh, don't know how I feel about that, but I was like, ooh, I need this 50-inch TV, so I'm about to leave dinner, and I'm going to go stand in line at Target, and I remember, I think they had, like, 36 tickets, was basically, I was Willy Wonka trying to get my golden (laughs) ticket, yes. And so I was standing in line. I definitely wasn't the 36th person, but obviously, like, everyone wasn't there for the same thing. Right. And I'll never forget, I got my ticket. Actually, I think I was number 36. I think they were, like, 50. But, like, anyway, somewhere in sure. there. I got my ticket, and so I knew that, like, as soon as they let the doors open, because we we were probably outside in the line waiting for In, the cold. Well, in the, the, the cold. cold. Yeah, in the cold.
1: Yeah.
0: In the Tennessee cold, so, like, not as right. cold as, like, here. But, like, yeah. And And I was just, like, it's fine. But... While I was standing in line for Big Fifty, I was like, Mom, you gotta go. You gotta go get the, the screen. You gotta we wow. have to coordinate. And I was like, Mom, go to Walmart, put your hand on this palette, and as soon as they rip that shit open, just like dive in there. I mean, child the clawing, the just the the people you make friends in line because you're standing in line for like hours on end. It just was such a thrill. And so part of me is like, I kind of miss. Like I love that everything is online; it's just convenient. You can figure out what you want and pick it out. But I definitely miss like the physical, like interaction, yeah. damn near altercation. <laughs> like explore. I was gonna, I was gonna
1: ask how many altercations you saw.
0: <laughs> like not, I I was like, damn, if I had done black friday like in the early 90s i think i would have seen more altercations there because actually my first black friday like when me and my girlfriend did it i was a little disappointed because yeah there were, it was like chill and like <laughs> everyone knew orderly. what
1: they needed yeah.
0: right like there were a few shoes tossed around but like it was orderly though i will say when i bought big 50 like and you know my little car i'm pretty sure yeah i'm pretty sure i had that car at that time and so i am struggling to get this huge ass tv and like you know it's in the box, so it's bigger in my back seat. And so a man comes over, and I was like, "Yes, you know, I will play damsel in distress for five seconds because this shit is heavy and I can't quite figure it out." This, do you know? Instead of coming over to help me, he was like, "I'll buy that TV off of you. How much you want for it?" I
1: said, like, I'm, oh like, "I'm putting it in
0: my car. I'm not trying to sell it. I just bought it for myself." But I was like, "Ooh, I could have made a quick little fifty dollars right. or something like that." But I was like, "No, I need my TV because it was before I moved." So I was like, "No." I was like, damn, y'all ruthless eye. And you can't believe you did not help me like put it in my back seat after that. Uh-huh. I was like, chivalry is dead. It's fine. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so those were, were some of our um favorite little fourth Thursday, um, day of morning Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, um, memories. And so kind of again thinking along the lines of just what we're grateful for side note because my family never went around first of all we weren't ever really at like a dining a traditional dining room table yeah. because again some of us were in the kitchen some of us were in the living room some of us were like we were just you just sat wherever you sat so there was never like an official moment to like go around a circle like or say a prayer or something or say it sometimes like literally it's just like bow your heads wherever you're at (laughs) yeah Yeah. and so um that would probably be like the most we would do so we never went around and said what we were grateful for but you know thanks to white america um and you know hollywood i was like i want you know at some point i'll i'll do that so we can do that now but obviously this is a dating (laughs) and relationship (laughs) this is, you know, my dreams realized, uh, but this is a dating relationship podcast. So I thought like we could think about, you know, what are we grateful for specifically as it relates to dating and relationships and just, and and relationships can be platonic or, or uh, otherwise. And, you know, again, I did my little Googles and found a couple of things on the internet, uh, you know, per usual, middle-aged white women are dominating these conversations online. <laughs>
1: finding a niche that we may need to fill
0: and this is why cuties we are here continue to listen um but in the meantime i'll tell you what barbara from (laughs) middlesage.com said so barbara was like the first thing to do to find gratitude in a quote failed relationship is to stop thinking of them as failed relationships relationships have natural evolutions and so when one relationship evolves into something else or it's nearing its end um or it's just not even mutually satisfying it's time to move on um and it's how we look at these relationships to determine like how we feel about ourselves and and things like that and, and she said you know just because a relationship has evolved past its due date doesn't mean that the time you spent in the relationship was all for naught that's uh, n-a-u-g-h-t just to clarify right. So, yeah, I was like, you know what? I mean, Barbara, you're on to something there. Um, That's a healthy way of thinking about it. That's a healthy way of thinking about it. I was like, and I was just having this conversation with some girlfriends about, I don't know that we use the word failed, but I mean, I definitely think that type of deficit, like attitude to relationships past is just what a lot of us naturally do. And it's not, you know, and Cause a lot of times it's like, they're your ex for a reason. Like there's something that didn't go right or whatever. But I was like, Ooh, Barbara must've read my mind because probably (laughs) read my mind from like 10 months ago. Cause I think like it was two months ago when I decided I was like, okay, yes, these relationships, you know, are ending or like, you know, whatever these partners, like our time is coming to a close. But I was like, is there anything that I can take away from this relationship mm-hmm. is there anything that I can take away from this that's positive like what did I learn and things like that and so I was like okay you know what I'm gonna try to start doing that and um and so Barbara you know we're on the same page with the girl of like me trying to think deep, trying to find moments of gratitude when it comes to to dating a relationship so like are there any kind of moments um or not even moments necessarily like, I would say maybe like lessons um off the top of your head that like you're you're grateful for or you want to find gratitude for in like past relationships yeah
1: i think this is so fascinating given that like last week we were like if you <laughs> don't contact me you oh <laughs> get lost kick rocks
0: kick rocks and now i can reflect on all right. the rocks that you gave me right. that was great.
1: <laughs> the rocks that i want you to kick i'm actually putting uh putting in a pond and dropping yes. them in that's very yes. serene um <laughs> i don't know I, I, what i will say is i think to what you said i don't think i see them as like failed relationships right mm-hmm. i don't I don't think i talk about them in that way but i don't know if i have fully given myself the permission to be grateful for them if that mm, fully that maybe yeah. in the way that um White Barbara is talking about. <laughs> I mean, I think I feel like I learned something. But yes,
0: I, and maybe that's kind of like yeah. the um the gateway to being grateful for
1: it. Right, right. And but it almost feels weird to be like, well, I learned like the the fact that so, these sometimes ain't shitty guys are the source of that lesson.
0: Mm-hmm. Is kind
1: of like, oh, not. Mm. Am I indebted to you because of that? Uh-huh. but in a weird like in a weird like could i not have learned this lesson without your like shittiness right like
0: well
1: i learned this lesson as a result of you but couldn't i could i have learned this lesson irregardless like without you
0: okay so let me let me share with you what also very likely white girl Kate said <laughs> Kate Ferguson from bowl dot com and that's bold with an E. So she made a whole list, but I just picked out a couple of of points. And so the name of this article was called like why we should be grateful for our exes. So here's mm-hmm. maybe a response to your question, Louise. So we can be grateful because at least they're gone. <laughs> like they're oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to include that one in there because that was funny. I was like, well, damn. Um, but um, so this next one, I was like, I don't know that I feel, but it's cute. And mm. so basically you can be grateful for all of the first that you mm. had with them. And I never, I've not still stopped to think about like, oh, what were the first that I shared with this person? But okay, that could be a cute little memory, a little project for maybe later. Um, later. You can be grateful that they were a big part of one phase of, our, of your life. I love
1: that. All, yeah.
0: yeah, all the practice sex. They showed us what we want or what we don't want. Um, Sometimes, and I thought this one actually, this one stood out to me. She said, we can be grateful because sometimes you have to get hurt to know how to not hurt other people. And I was like, hmm. Um, And then she was like, you can, you know, get better at really seeing people and discerning like behaviors and stuff like that. And you can be grateful that they paved the way to your next relationship, which feels a little cliche, but I was like, okay, they are right. with them. You wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't have room for someone else.
1: I feel like I this is like, this is like good, um, good fodder or good things for me to read. Like if mm-hmm. I had just gone through like some kind of like <laughs> horrible thing you know, like, especially, like, in the sense of, like, they, it's like, okay, yes, I might be feeling down because of this guy, but, like, they're gonna pave the way for my next relationship.
0: Right, well, and that's why I was like, I'm not gonna include all of them, because, like, literally, I, besides my, uh, tab now that says decolletage, there was, like, another tab that I was on that was, like, the 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 spoken affirmations are like I can't like I'm amazing and I'm I'm celebrating being single was like one of the, I'm like I'm not about to look in the mirror personally and like be like I celebrate being single I'm just not like this is yeah. that's just not my style right and so I was like this some of this definitely gets like into that kind of like way of thinking but I was like I mean certainly if it works for you I think that's great and I think for me I can't end a relationship and immediately hop into, like, well, let me be grateful for it. No, let me be pissed. Let me be hurt. Let me, like, have those emotions and, and deal with those feelings. And now we're here. But I thought, like, so I'll give an example. So, um, so one that she said here they're a big part of one phase of our lives Yeah, so, i want to talk about that one yeah okay cool so i wouldn't necessarily say that this guy was like a big part of a specific phase but what i appreciated so maybe it's not even the response in this prompt but what i appreciated about this one guy that i dated um and it was like maybe a couple months it was very brief it was just fun like it was mm-hmm. just a really like it wasn't it wasn't super serious it wasn't you know anything major it was just like whenever we got together it was a fun time and we would do and you know i always talk about like cute dates and all that shit and like i would be planning some dates actually i think i planned all of them so that's probably part of the reason i had such a good time I, like when we do the things that i want to do everyone, everyone wants. i just yes i just feel like that's a lesson for for us all but you know he like went along with it and like had like a good time i remember like he came up here because we didn't live in the same city as we usually don't with folks that I'm dating and I was like well you know you can't stay with me like so I don't know what you're gonna do and he was like oh well I mean I'll get a hotel room I was like I was like yes because there's an alternative like it doesn't mean that we can't go out just because I'm trying to sleep with you like I'm 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 setting boundaries and I think that was the moment where I was like oh and this person respects my boundaries too and so like we're good and so yeah I just I'm like I even though, you know, that didn't last, I don't know that I necessarily even saw myself, like, being with him long term, but I was, like, I just appreciated that man being in my life to just show me fun, and, like, you know, spoiled me a little bit, and so, like, it was just nice, so, yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. I I feel like I talked about all my exes last week, and so, (laughs) I mean, you know, we went through the (laughs) rollercoaster, because I don't have many, and so, I mean, I think Chicago Bay is a good example of, like, one phase of my life, because I met, Him right when, like, you know, it's like I had just turned 25. I was going through, like, you know, like a decent amount of weight loss. And so I was just feeling very differently about myself. I was feeling very confident, you know, and just like who I was. And so I think that allowed me to be more attuned to, like, just allowing myself to feel right. And like just being like, okay, I want this person. I can go, I can go get it. Mm-hmm. I can go get them. Um, and so that was that was just like a really nice thing to feel. But then, you know, it fizzled out a couple of years ago, and I just like have grown up and and it's really weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any other courting cuties can relate, but it's it's really weird having someone in your life who is basically living their same life day in, day out and in the time you've known them, you yourself are not living your same life Mm. day day out. Because like Mm -hmm. in the years that I knew Chicago Bay, I went from one city where I met them to like living on the mountain. Right. And Mm. so like, it was, I had gone through, I had grown up in the three years that we had known each other and he was, you know, like not in a bad way, but like very much still in Chicago still at his job and like that was fine but it's like mm-hmm. oh I'm I'm a different person you are it's weird now that I think about it and I haven't thought about it like when I met him I think he was like a little bit older than I am now so like a little bit settled in his career and like you know yeah. doing all the things and it, and I was like in my chaotic 20s like just trying <laughs> yeah. to kind of find trying to find my place and so I think I think that like oh yeah that phase of my life is over and I am really settled and you know and that is something that I can at least bookend and be grateful of like I really did learn a lot um I think a major lesson that I learned is like not really waiting three years to tell someone like you're still kind of into them
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that was like a huge thing of like no like don't keep this like cat and mouse game going for three years where yeah. seemingly both they are just the are so one another, but no one is saying anything until both of you get really drunk at a club and make out in Chicago like That's not how it should be. Hypothetically. (laughs) Hypothetically. Though it was fun though. That's not Mm -hmm. how it should be. Um, Right. So that's
0: I mean, that's a major lesson, right? Because and and it's my immediate thought when I hear you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, because it's a lesson on like, don't waste your time on these hoes. Like you like you have to live, time is money, like get this stuff done. But it's also probably an even bigger lesson of like confidence and and being right. able to deal with a fear of rejection or like overcome i guess i should say overcome a fear of rejection because isn't that what ultimately like keeps us from like sharing our true feelings about like anything to anybody like mm-hmm. we're afraid that they're not going to respond in the way that we want them to we're, we're afraid that they're going to reject us or say no or things are going to have to change and and be o- or be over or something like that and so i'm Listen. like that really is that i mean that's a major lesson that i feel like i'm still learning um to this day cuz i feel like yeah and i guess maybe i have started to apply this a little bit more and i'm certainly i wouldn't call myself a quick learner in love like i am sometimes a slow learner and i'm like okay like i sometimes have to have things happen a couple of times but i think about like the times where i've been like well you know If he's into this, then we'll be into, like, this will work out. If he likes me, then, like, this, that, and the third. But I didn't often ask myself, like, do I even like this person? Like, if, if, if we weren't in the context of dating, would I even be their friend? And that's a question that I've definitely started to ask myself a lot about um ask myself a lot more um as a 30 year old and honestly like even in my late 20s I was like okay I don't even know that I like him I like the idea of him I like Mm -hmm. the idea of someone but like this don't even really make that much sense and I think for me I had to be okay with the fact that then in those situations I was choosing to be single over being in a relationship but also I was choosing myself and my happiness and like things that made sense for me and it's i'm like again i think if we think about how barbara wants us to like frame things it's like i really am choosing what's best for me and sometimes that does mean being single and i think sometimes we just it's like single is like the world's worst you know status and like the whole goal the whole point in life is just to rid yourself of the single status and i'm like well is being single the worst thing ever? It's
1: not. I think one of the things that's really difficult for me is trying to think about the cost in showing us or showing me what I didn't want, right? Because for me, like, dating is really energy-giving. Like, I expel a lot of myself when I'm dating mm-hmm. someone. And so, yes, all these exes may have shown me what I didn't want or what I do want, Mm-hmm. But because it didn't work out, I feel less this way now. But in the moment, I definitely felt like, oh my gosh, I gave all these things to like all this person. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, for what? And maybe it's for the lesson. But I, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, there was many times, and this is going to be my very vulnerable moment in this episode. I felt like, I was doing something wrong because I was learning all these lessons and I'm like, truly, I was like, what the fuck did, I, did I piss off someone in another lifetime? Like, it just felt like I was cursed is a good way of putting it, but I just was like, okay, I'm learning about all these things that, about what I do want and don't want, but I continuously find myself finding those bad things. I mean, I think I talked mm-hmm. about this in one of the early episodes. The reason mm-hmm. I went to therapy was I was literally went to my therapist, my first therapist ever on – oh, no, sorry, second, but, like, my first real therapist that wasn't in college. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, sis, I keep finding all the same shitty guys. Like, I end up in the same situation. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> help um, me! <laughs> help me! And then, you know, but, yeah, I just was like – I felt for, like – it. it, it, it yeah, I got shown, like, what I want and what I didn't want. I think what's interesting...
0: Also, yes, critique this. Like, you don't have to go along with and buy no, the best.
1: No, no. I think what's interesting is they showed us what we want and don't want. I would almost augment that to say, like, what I can't accept more than this statement is by changing it to say, they showed me, like, what I deserved, right? Like, I deserve, no. like, someone who treats me just as... I treat them, right? I deserve Mm -hmm. someone who, like, yeah, it's great to have all this practice sex, but if you have someone who's, (laughs) like, just, like, you know, not really engaged or not really being an active partner in it, in, Mm -hmm. like, sexual, sexual relationships, like, I don't want that. So, you know, for me, it's, like, I really learned about, like, what I deserved. And ultimately, it has allowed me in this current relationship to be, like, Oh, okay like i'm actually more accepting of what i deserve now and the goodness of this relationship because i'm like oh yes these are the things that i deserve and i mm-hmm. wasn't getting in any of them and any of the others i think for me i'll be totally honest i'm not showing up any different in this relationship than i have in any other relationship mm-hmm. the difference is i now recognize what i deserve and i have that and i have that um mirrored back to me right yeah and so
0: yeah well i mean i think that's um important and it's and it's funny because I know you were like well let me situate this into something that you know is more that resonates more and honestly I think it resonated with me because I was using the word dessert like I was Mm. like that's what I that's how I interpreted this statement I was like I know because what I don't want is the shit that I don't deserve like I don't deserve to be treated like shit like I deserve to be treated like the queen of you know the world that I am like I and 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 honestly at a bare fucking minimum I just deserve to be treated like a human being that you respect a human being that you find to be your equal like someone that you care about like that's I'm not asking for too much more than that like you know maybe roll out a red carpet and do a grand gesture every now and then but yeah like I'm I'm asking for you not to be a liar I don't deserve that like I'm asking for you to keep your promises I'm asking for you to show up for me because these are the things like you said like it's the investment that I've been willing to do and it seems like I've been the only person investing in this bullshit and I don't really understand why that's happening and I think for me thinking about like that rejection piece and and trying to like work through that I just I didn't know how to ask for what I deserve like I didn't know how and I think we we had this conversation a few weeks ago or months I don't know with Brian and it was like well do you need like if you're at the point where you need to ask like things aren't happening like should someone be able to like just naturally do something or do the right thing or love you the right way on their own and I would say it's a yes and no because you know everyone is different everyone loves differently and I think there's room for us to like you know hopefully in relationships that are safe like to mess up and mm-hmm. to, to like do something wrong, but then like to communicate and all that jazz. And so I'm like, I don't think you have to, I don't think a man is going to come into my life doing exactly what I need and exactly right. what I want for every second. That's unrealistic and, and unfair. Um, but I do think if someone is willing to show that effort and that investment, I think I've just been able to to point that out more. And I mean, I point it out when it's happening and I can point it out when it's not happening. Like I, I can, as opposed to in the past, I'd be like, okay, I'm not satisfied, I'm feeling this. Let me kind of tiptoe around trying to resolve it. But also if it doesn't get resolved, we'll just stay together. <laughs> like, and so I'm like, that's the lesson that I think I you know, have learned and the thing that I'm grateful for because Ultimately I do end up wasting my own time, right? I'm like, well, I'm just gonna uh-huh. stick around because it'll it has to get better. Like this has to be the low point. Cause people love talking about, you know, just wait till I'm up high, just wait till I'm, you know, back at it. And I'm like, well, bitch, you've been low this whole time. So I don't like, does your high ever even does you're in the peaks? I'm or you know, you're in the valleys and I'm just trying to get you to the peak. But I can't be dragging you up this hill by myself. And I've never even seen that peak. And so maybe this this valley that I think that we're in, it might be your this. You're at the top of your mountain, and I'm at the bottom, and this don't make no sense. We gotta cut it. We gotta mm-hmm. cut it off. Cut it loose. So, so there's that. So the one like like that I said that really stood out to me was the sometimes you have to get hurt to know how mm. to not like hurt other people. And I'm curious on your thoughts based on what you said. Like, what do you think about like that? Do you think that's true? Do you think uh, that's helpful? I think,
1: so I think it's true. But um, the way that it is written makes it seem like it's one plus one equals two in the sense like Mm -hmm. I get hurt and then so automatically I know how to not hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. that's not always the case, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, professionally, personally, I've seen people in my life who get hurt and then they just recreate that cycle of hurt because they haven't fully processed what that means and they think that gives them an open pass to be a shitty person or to just not be fully present or fully good. And so to me, it it's really weird. But then also, like, I'm sure that this is not how the author meant it, but it seems like the way that it's written, you could also interpret it as like, okay, well... In order for me not to hurt anyone, I have to get hurt. As if that's like the only way to learn to not hurt anyone. Oh, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. You know like it's like is, a causal type. Right, right, right.
1: Right. And so I think I think it's really weird to to kind of say like, okay, this is the only way you cannot this is the only way you can learn to not hurt someone is to also be hurt. Yeah. I mean, I think it also to devoids to some capacity the responsibility both people have in causing the hurt in causing the damage Mm -hmm. or even just accepting ownership in that process um of what that hurt has meant um
0: and i think that's what she was getting at because i'm looking at this little piece here uh and it says you know she just talks about like creating perspective mm -hmm. um around a breakup and like the role that you are i'm assuming that's what she's kind of saying like when you've been dumped like just gaining a a broader a wider perspective on like the reality of what's happening because what I was thinking about with this is as as a critique I'm like well I do think some people take things in dating so fucking literal and so Mm. I'm like someone could be like well I was cheated on I would never cheat on someone therefore I would never cause her to you know I just won't do it and it's like there's a bajillion other ways to, like, hurt someone other than cheating. Because, again, all of us are are different and have different needs and things like that. But I do think kind of what you're saying about that accountability piece and, and thinking about, you know, just gaining a perspective, that's where I try to, like, stay with. I'm like, okay, I cannot in any, every single relationship that I've been in, I can't just put everything on the other person, because there was two people (laughs) participating, and even though things didn't go my way, I'm like, I really sometimes don't even have to, like, attempt to, like, think about the other person's perspective, I'm like, but let's just think about the the fuller picture of what was happening, and the role that I was playing, and I think sometimes that's helpful um, to think about, you know, as I think about future relationships and stuff like that. But, but yes, so the, so those are some of the, the things that the internet is saying about, you know, us being grateful or maybe not so grateful about our past relationships. I figured, you know, last week we let those hoes have it. And so a little bit of,
1: <laughs> a little yeah. bit of
0: reflection here. Uh, we're here to talk <laughs> right, about CT. how I guess
1: I should be grateful for you hoes. <laughs> um, and yeah. I mean,
0: you know. Again,
1: and I hope, here's the thing. I hope you're grateful for me. You better be grateful for me if y'all are listening. <laughs> Hey let me ho, tell you, for those who are listening, no
0: let one us heard. know. DM us um, all the ways that you are grateful to have for, had yeah. losing your life because that's the real tea. That's what, you know, we really right. like to have. And
1: after. let me know if you need my Venmo. You know, ah, or,
0: we can always show gratitude, yes, financially, right. if that's the case. But, okay, so how about this? Instead of thinking about the individuals that we have loved, encountered, and fucked and all the other dated and everything in between thinking about the totality of your dating experience maybe what is like one thing that you're grateful for just generally speaking
1: mm-hmm. for so this <laughs> no I was like, I was I, I, like I just, yeah. um, I'm thankful I have thought about this I was gonna make a joke but that's like my coping mechanism <laughs> for a lot of things I was like I'm not gonna make a joke this time So I think in totality, what I'm thankful for, and this is very self-centered of me, but I owe it to myself, I'm very thankful for my capacity to like love and care for someone.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: As like human dignity, right? It's just a very human thing to to care about someone and and extend that love. And and I'm learning a lot about myself in this relationship. Like, don't get me wrong. And there's still levels of me, there's still levels of me to unlock. But like I said before, I'm really not showing up much differently in this relationship as I've shown in other relationships and how do I show love and care and appreciation and being there? The difference is again is I'm getting that reciprocated and that's mirrored back to me. So uh, in totality, I'm thankful for my capacity to love and care.
0: I love that. That's really great. Um, So I think for me, If I think about, you know, my whole kind of dating history and dating uh, career (laughs) Um, in totality, I would say I I've just been grateful that it finally kind of took off because I think there was definitely like I was that, you know, chubby Best friend in in high school and uh, summer college, not as much, but like I was just always like that girl who guys would be like, Oh, she's a great friend or whatever, uh-huh. like just friend zoned like a mother. And I was like, Well, damn, am I ever gonna, you know, date around and do all this cute shit that I see these skinny white bitches on Sex in the City do? <laughs> um, and it's funny because the last time I was talking to my therapist, I was like, You know, talking to, about whatever kind of issue that i was dealing with at the time or whatever the conversation was but i was like well you know the reality is that i didn't my like dating life didn't really take off until maybe like four or five years ago and so i'm like all of these lessons that i'm learning now maybe mm-hmm. other folks were learning in their early 20s like maybe folks were learning this much yeah. more than in life but this is these are the cards that i was dealt and this is when i'm like really you know doing This is when i'm doing the dating so this is when i'm discovering the bullshit this is when i'm learning Uh this is when i'm like enjoying myself and so i'm i'm just grateful that because i just didn't know you know being in the towns that i live in like i was like is that gonna stop me is it you know what i look like is that gonna stop me like all these things that i had just kind of at some point decided would stop me would stop my ability to date i'm like no they won't they won't, like, I'm still black, I'm still fat, my hair's still nappy, I'm still great, I'm still, you know, five foot on a good day, <laughs> Um, and, and that's not stopping me from dating, like, that, those don't have to be barriers, and obviously, society, blah, 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 but, like, no, these are things that I celebrate, and I will find the men who celebrate it, and sometimes they celebrate it more than I do, and I'm like, uh-huh. whoa, like, okay, that's my backpack, but, you know, but I'm just grateful that, like, I can say I have a dating, um, yeah, a dating history that, like, I'm, I'm satisfied with, because I think even though, obviously, like, I'm single now, and those relationships didn't work out, I, like I said, I really have, like, this year, especially, been trying to think of, like, what are those lessons that, like, I can take away, and it's not even maybe always as much, so much about being grateful, but it's, like, truly, what can I apply because what can I apply to ensure that I'm better in relationships that I'm showing up for myself mm-hmm. that I'm showing up for partners and ways that I would want to be reciprocated. Like, how am I doing this adult dating thing? And I think, I think dating is like practice makes perfect. It's like, you know, with anything else, like the more you do it, the more you learn. And so I'm just grateful for being able to do it, being able to do it, you know, really safely, like I've safely and, and, it's been healthy for the most part, and so those are the things that I think I am grateful for this year. Yeah, that was great. We'll, we'll figure out (laughs) what makes the most sense for this episode, but, um, I thought that was a, a nice little, um, uh, week of turkey day, ham and swine, and the fourth Thursday of November, um, conversation for us to have, and so, Uh, Courting cuties, as always, be sure to keep it cute and court with confidence.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Work. Vogue. Work for me. Vogue.